Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird from Largo, Florida. Once again, a beautiful fall day here in Florida. Humidity starting to come down. Temperatures super, super nice. So it's a good time of year to be here in Florida. Um, have a busy, busy day today. Uh, if you're on our email list at 10 a.m. today, uh, you should have received an email last night. Uh, Dr. Stillman and I are doing uh, a testosterone webinar as part of our testosterone course at 10 a.m. Uh, the only way to access that. We're, we're basically giving away a webinar every week uh, for people that are on our email list. So if you want to get on our email list, just go to stillmanwellness.com. There'll be a pop-up for like the five biggest uh, health mistakes Dr. Stillman sees people making. Just put your email in there. That'll put us on the list. Every Wednesday night, we're going to send you an email with the link. There's two webinars today, but the second webinar on copper toxicity that uh, Dr. Stillman and, and Clark Engelbert are doing um, is at four. And you can it's actually going to be live streamed on YouTube as well. So you can find it on my YouTube channel as well as Dr. Stillman's. It's like co copper toxicity. It's at 4 p.m. today, Eastern. So you can go there and check those out. We also have our men's coaching program. If you go in the description below, you can learn about that. You click on the link and, and basically uh, Dr. Stillman's going to talk a little bit about the program and how we can help you. Um, of course, we've got all our other, other links you can check out as well. But, um, you know, today we're going to be talking about something that I, I think most people just do not understand uh is caffeine and and uh, i'll be honest the, there's a whole book on how caffeine has like changed the world um and has allowed people to drive themselves you know really hard um which which of course has its benefits and and you know with a lot of these things they're a tool and and i think good morning dr stillman come on I, everyone. I think, um I think the people don't understand exactly how caffeine works and the mechanism behind it. And if you actually understood how it works, you'd be able to actually use it. I'm not anti-caffeine by any means. Lord knows I've abused it and many mm. stimulants. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a tendency to get addicted to, I have a tendency to have a problem with stimulants because I like the way they make me feel, but then you pay for it later. But basically, the 10,000-foot view on how caffeine works is it works by blocking the receptors in your brain that make you sense that you're tired. So what your body does is basically make more of those receptors, and then you pump out more of that hormone that's trying to get you to be tired. Mm -hmm. And so over time, you have to drink more and more and more caffeine just to break even, but you get the cortisol release, you get the you know, the blood, higher blood pressure, all the things that come with caffeine, but you have to take more and more and more of it. And then people just end up feeling terrible. And then when they come off it, it's awful because you've got all these tired receptors that it takes the brain like a long time to like get rid of. So knowing that and knowing how to use caffeine, and we'll give you some strategies for that today, but uh, take it away, Dr. Stillman. Well, I agree. And the thing about caffeine is that you have to keep in mind that it's not just the caffeine. I mean, it's never just the caffeine. How many of you have ever actually sat down and taken like a caffeine pill? You're consuming, I know, Jim. Okay, Jim. 200 milligrams of caffeine, 50 milligrams of, uh, of ephedra and an aspirin. That was called Listen, the Jim stack. doesn't play around. That was Jim the stack back in the around. day for those of you from the hardcore powerlifting, bodybuilding, strong West side, is that a West side stack? Well, that was a Dan Duchesne stack. That was from the early Muscle Media 2000 days. 
you would wash that down with something called a rip force and then your heart would feel like it was going to explode out of your eyeballs yeah, yeah funny it was, it was a it was a different time i, I mean i have the fact that i'm still here is not is is just beyond me but yeah anyway so not a lot of you have ever actually sat down and just done caffeine and that's a good thing so you're taking it with coffee you're, you're using um other xanthine um xanthine alkaloids i believe is the technical term uh things like theobromine from chocolate or theophylline i think it is from tea don't quote me on that i'd have to I can't, double check i have no idea how to spell that and it's all right it's all right it doesn't really matter but the point is you're using these things and they're part of a, a greater complex right and that introduces a whole host of other things right there's a big difference between a cup of organic coffee made with spring water in a stainless steel french press and a cup of uh, coffee from a chain coffee shop that's um you know a pumpkin pumpkin spice season now pumpkin spice frappuccino sweetened with lavender syrup and vanilla syrup and um topped with whipped cream right what size vinti is it what are the sizes vinti <laughs> i'll have a large I'm, for the love of god I'll like have just a large. small medium large you know, <laughs> yeah, right. so <clears throat> anyway all of that is to say that you know a lot of the times people when they simplify their caffeine habit they actually do a lot of good even if they don't come completely off of it and so keeping it simple is really one of the answers here because you can have allergic reactions to things that you're adding to your coffee you can have allergic reactions to the coffee itself i'm not talking about anaphylaxis hives itchy eyes watery no or watery eyes um, runny nose typical allergy symptoms i'm talking about oh i get a headache when i have coffee or i you know get abdominal pain when i have soy milk or whatever or i get a headache when i stop drinking coffee yeah and then the withdrawal headaches a totally different animal right so there's lots of different reasons to change up or alter your caffeine habit, and you don't always need to eliminate the caffeine. In fact, sometimes eliminating the caffeine first is way too much for people, and we need to wean them down, and we also need to change that, that habit, simplify it, make it with better ingredients, make it with ingredients that are not going to hurt them. I'm always looking for things like if you're going to use cow's milk dairy, is it grass-fed? Is it A2? Is it organic? avoiding added sweeteners, uh, avoiding any kind of, you know, um, there's all kinds of weird things they'll do with, with creamer, right? And then if you're going to use a plant-based milk, which a lot of people do if they have a dairy allergy, I absolutely avoid most of the commercial oat milks because they've got canola oil in them, which is a terrible, terrible oil loaded with chemicals, pesticides, etc. The organic options for a canola oil are not really better because the organic options still are loaded with um, uh, oils that are probably bad and that people are already in general getting a gross excess of in their daily diet. So you switch over to something like, um, I actually make my own nut milks when I'm making creamer at home. Yes, he does. Nuts in a blender, I blend it, that's it. You can get fancier than that if you want, but believe me, the flavor is much better. The uh, it's cleaner. You actually get a ton of nutrition from nut milks. I'm actually a fan of nut milks for that reason. It sounds really cool too. I know, right? So that's where I start people, and then we wean the dose back as needed, and then we also need to have a conversation about why they're using so much caffeine. Are they running away from their feelings? 
are they incapable of sitting down and sitting still and sitting in silence and things like that? Are a lot of them come back for to a sleep deficiency with caffeine. And I, and I think the big thing about caffeine that people forget is this is a diuretic. And so you're yeah. losing a lot of minerals and a lot of things with that. And if you're having energy drinks on top of that, you're throwing your whole electrolyte balance and, I was actually going to say that next. Yeah. All, all the, oh, I read your mind. That's why, that's why well, we just talked. I won't tell them about the other stuff I read in there, but I'll, we'll talk about that part. Well, the reality is that as you were saying, you, you rob the body of minerals when you, because anytime you put the body into a stress state, you're going to increase the losses of minerals. Yeah. The cortisol so, plus the diuretic effect is like a double mineral flush. Well, on top of that, right. When you, when you, when you rev yourself up, you go out and you do things. And whenever you go out and do things, you're burning through resources, minerals, vitamins, things like that. So the most active people we have in the practice are the most nutritionally wiped out a lot of the time. And they're actually coming to us because they've hit the wall mm -hmm. and they don't understand why they can't go 90 miles an hour, 24 hours a day anymore. And they want us to get them back to that. But we have to have a hard conversation about the lack of time they're giving their body to recover because they're not 25 anymore and they need to make a little bit more space no matter how well we rehabilitate them and re-nourish them to slow down, relax, and have a more reasonable pace of life. And you know, it's interesting when you talk about going 24 hours a day, it's amazing mm -hmm. how many people that we see from the aura ring data that actually don't rest when they're sleeping. You know, their heart rate is still yeah. high. Their respiratory rate is off the roof. Their body is still rolling hard when they're sleeping. And we actually have to yeah. teach them to like down-regulate, shift down, relax. So they can actually have a restful night's sleep because you can be unconscious uh, and be exhausted, but not actually get rest, you know, right. and a lot of people don't, don't understand that until they see the data. Until they see the data. Exactly. Until they see the data. So, so <clears throat> tips for caffeine. So if you want to, and, and I got this from Huberman and it works actually really well. So if you get your cortisol spike early from the sun and doing a little bit of movement when you first get up, when you go outside, you know, walking or whatever, doesn't have to be anything crazy. You get that natural cortisol spike from that. And he explains it like it basically allows your receptors. If you delay your caffeine intake by an hour or two after you get up, it delays, it cleans out those receptors. So you don't get like that afternoon crash quite as severe. And, and I've tried it. It works much, much better. Um, and I think cycling and waving your caffeine intake um, is very wise. You know, maybe you have a week or two where you know you're going to be working um, a little harder. Um, you might add that in and then you, you take some time where, you know, we try and teach people like, if you know, you got two weeks, you're going to push. Make sure you take a week to like back off and relax. And also having a relaxation um, strategy where you're taking time to relax, you're taking time to breathe, you're, you know, so you're not having those big energy crashes and also having a balanced, you know, well-rounded diet where your blood sugar isn't rocking up and down. You know, people start their day off with a pop, two pop tarts and a, a glass of orange juice and, a you know, a, and then an hour and a half later, they're, they're drinking a Red Bull because they, their, their blood sugar just dumped. Right. And so a lot of people are having caffeine in the afternoon because their blood sugar just crashes because they've been spiking their blood sugar all day. And they're like, well, I got to hit it again. Right. So managing your blood sugar, you know, these are all things having, having your minerals balanced, having all these things in balance so that you don't have any major deficiencies that you're trying to make up for with a stimulant. 
Right. Exactly. And we see that all the time. And a big piece of this is nourishing properly because what people will do is they'll compensate for low minerals that are responsible for energy generation on a cellular level right. with caffeine in order to keep themselves going and keep their performance up. And that's just a really losing, losing strategy. We see this all the time. People don't would understand you, would, the fundamentals. Yeah. And so they double down on these bad strategies yep. and they wind up, you know, lost and broken and wondering how they fix themselves. And if that's you jump into a coaching program with us, fundamentals of wellness, we've got our Q and a coming up this Saturday, the following Saturday, Jim's got his strength and conditioning Q and a we're here to help you. We're here to help you figure it out. Yes, we are. And I think in, in from what I've observed, the biggest mistake people make with their minerals is one, not eating a, a well-rounded diet. They usually like lock it in on like one type of diet. That's exactly and right. And they're not getting a, a, a well-rounded and then they're not drinking things like spring water. You know, they're drinking right. sodas, they're drinking juices, they're, they're drinking tap water. And, and so you can just really balance your minerals by doing something like the vertical diet, which we love. Uh, and then adding things like spring water or things like concentrates to your water you know, two drops for eight ounces. Um, we found stuff like that to just do, do wonders for people. It really is the basics that, that really keep you from getting in trouble and then cycling your caffeine. Like, you know, if you're having coffee, you might switch to, to green tea for, for a couple of weeks to lower that caffeine load. Cause you know, uh, you don't want to come off cold Turkey. It, it's, it's not very much, uh, it's not very much fun. No, not good. So. Tell, tell them about your, um, I, so I told them that basically we got the testosterone webinar. If you're on the email list, you get that. That's a 10 today. Your copper, your copper webinar, copper toxicity webinar is at four. And that's actually on YouTube. You're live streaming that on YouTube. So you Correct. can get that on YouTube if you're not on the email list. Right. Talk a little bit about going over fallacies about copper toxicity. This has been coming up more and more because a lot of people are pushing a high copper paradigm, which is Clark and I are going to explain is a colossal mistake for many of you. Many of you need the reverse or the opposite of a high copper template. And what's most important to understand is that no patient is the same patient twice. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to take everybody on an N of one basis and you have to do and understand their labs and talk to them and take a history in order to understand what's actually affecting them. And that's why one size fits all protocols that don't uh, consider that person as a unique individual fail. Yeah. That's the one thing I've really appreciated since joining you and looking at, you know, getting to sit in on the, the, the HTMA course and like looking at the labs with you and is the, you know, it's so important to get the basics, right. But there's people like, if you give somebody zinc, it's going to mess them up. You give mm -hmm. somebody else zinc, it's going <clears> to <throat> make them thrive, you know? So there's, there's a lot of nuance to this when it comes down to the actual details. Right. Exactly. So. So, there's, I mean, there's no really one size fits all and something might work for three weeks, four weeks. Um, you know, and that, and that doesn't mean you have to be like checking in and getting your labs like every week, but right. you, you need to lead to have the fundamentals down first and then we can take a look and fine tune things for you. And then you don't have to do as much work, really. It's just check a few things every once in a while and make sure you're doing okay. That's exactly right. So on that note, everyone, take care. Have a great yep. Make day. sure you get on our email list so you don't mix yeah. our webinar, miss our webinar next week. That's just stillmanwellness.com. When that pop-up comes in, put your email in there. Um, you can check out our men's coaching program. Dr. Stillman has a video about that. 
in the description below. You can book a call with Eric to learn more about that. And um, if you're on the email list, we'll see you at the, the 10 o'clock testosterone webinar. Uh, if not, sign up so you don't miss next week's webinar. It's going to be a good one next week. Um, and then uh, tune in for Dr. Stillman's copper, copper toxicity video with Clark this afternoon at 4. Have yourself a great day. Don't forget to get outside.